So just like we told you last week, Bitcoin's going to play out this inverse head and shoulders pattern. Played out exactly like we said, but now we've hit a massive resistance. This 48,000 is going to be a massive resistance. I'm going to show you why the 48,000 is going to be a massive resistance and why theoretically we should actually take a slight pullback before Bitcoin makes its next move. Um, and then we're going to decide what the next move has actually got to be. Then, if you watch the altcoins in the last week, I mean, we did get a bit of a pump in the altcoins, 25% uh, in Tau for 50% in Beam, 37% in Casper. But the reality is that the majority of this move was actually a Bitcoin move. And you can see that the Bitcoin dominance went from 51 all the way up to 54. And it looks like it's going to go back into this trend over here. The big question is whether now you should be in Bitcoin or you should be in alts. Obviously, we know the answer to that, but it can't be all alts because you can see that the odds are really, really, really stacked up against you if you're playing the altcoin market cap. And I'm going to show you the odds today of a lot of people are saying you should only be in Bitcoin and long term, that is the place to be. And to be honest, for a lot of people, that's actually the right strategy. If you're going to, be, going to play altcoins, it's all about the narrative. So today I'm going to show you three narratives that you should be buying and two narratives which I would avoid completely, completely, completely. So with that out the way, let's get the show on the road. All right, it's been a crazy weekend. We finally had that pump. We got Bitcoin finally pumping to 48,000, but now we've got a massive, massive, massive resistance here. We're going to talk about this resistance here. Uh, also, some stories from Sheldon's wedding, which I don't think he wants us all to share. Also, James, are you trying to kill us here with the heat? What, what, are, we, what are you trying to do here exactly? Okay, okay. He says he doesn't control the, the power cuts in this country. So we've got a massive show today. We're going to look at three altcoin narratives that we should be buying, two altcoin narratives that I think you should probably avoid completely. We're going to talk about this pump. We're going to talk about which way Bitcoin's next move is going to be. We've got a lot to do, a lot to do together. So listen, if you are new to the channel, welcome, welcome, welcome. Do not subscribe to this channel. This is not for everyone. Rather, watch three or, shows for, three or four shows first, make some money, and then subscribe to the channel because uh, that's, that's going to get you guys to actually be doing that. If you are one of the fellow DJs that has been supporting us for a long time. Obliterate the like button. Obliterate the like button. There's so much you're going to talk about today. Uh, if you want the alpha, you know how it works. You hit the like button. I get excited. Even on days where I'm feeling slightly sick, um, you get you get excited. I, you, you hit the like button. I get excited. We all end up making money. I'm also going to show you a couple of trades that I've actually taken. Um, remember, if you haven't yet uh, got your Vision Pro, I don't know if you guys uh, if you guys saw this. This is the craziest video I've ever seen in my life. Look here. Well, let me just mute the music before we get a copyright strike. But these guys are with the Apple Visual Vision Pro taking their make-believe dog, not make-believe dog, but their robo-dog for, for a walk. So look, at this stage of the game, we're not giving away any robo-dogs. What we are giving away is we're giving away Apple Vision Pros. I don't know. If you want an Apple Vision Pro, there's a couple of days left. When I say a couple, it's like, it's like less than a week left. What you need to do, sign up to any exchange. So Bybit, BitGet, Deribit, Bitflex, Bingix, um, using any crypto banter, any crypto banter link, and you can win one of seven Apple Vision Pros that we're, that we're actually giving away. So if you haven't done that, do that today. You've got less than a week to get those Apple Vision Pros. All right, enough. Enough with the, the talk. Let's get straight into the alpha, straight into the crypto uh, degeneracy, straight into how to make money. 
Uh, we did tell you last week that this would happen. We said to you, as soon as the Bitcoin breakout happened, I don't know if you remember, we did a show. Said to you, it looks like it's a, an inverse head and shoulders playing out. It was an inverse head and shoulders playing out. It played out. Now we are here on the drawing. You see, this is where we are on the drawing. Theoretically, a slight move down would be the most logical step. And especially because if you look at this level over here, this 48,000 level, it's quite a key level. If you look at it like this in isolation, it doesn't look that key. But if you zoom out, let's just go back to how big this level actually is. This is the 2022. This um, this um, uh, level over here is a 2022 high. This 48,000 is actually the 2022 high, which is a, a big, 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 big level to break. And I don't believe that we're going to break this level very, very quickly. So you can see that the buyers from the 2021 bull cycle are nearing break even. They've waited... They've waited almost three years to see 48,000 again. So like, this is a massive, massive, massive level. I don't think that it makes logical sense that we just break through the 48,000. But, you know, that said, there have been crazier, crazier things that have happened in crypto. And, you know, if it did, I, don't, I didn't trust it when we hit it. And as soon as we hit that 48,300 level yesterday, I said, guys, uh, I'm not mad about this level. Slow down. But you know what? This is crypto. And in crypto... Crazy, crazy, crazy things can happen. And especially those crazy things can happen when liquidity just keeps increasing and increasing and increasing. You can see that the crypto liquidity is on the rise. It's not real like liquidity. Like if you can see like this is what real crypto liquidity looks like. This is what real crypto liquidity looks like. We've just started with a crypto liquidity. We haven't seen the real liquidity that's going to come in from an ETF pump. What we need to remember is that the best advert for crypto is actually the price of Bitcoin right now. Because the people that can buy and sell ETFs and do buy and sell crypto ETFs, they've never experienced like a real Bitcoin pump. They've never experienced a real Bitcoin pump. And when Bitcoin breaks the 50,000 level, you know what's going to happen. These, all the headlines are going to go crazy. Bitcoin's breaking 50,000. And now this time when it happens, TradFi's got a way in. TradFi's got a way in through the ETF. So for me... Um, I think that the best marketing that can happen now is we do actually break that 50,000 level. When we do the ETF, we get this ETF mania. And for the first time, we get a little bit of like a FOMO buying spree from uh, the ETF people, the ETF, the, the ETF investors. But I mean, for now, as I said, I think that it is quite a, um, a critical level. It's quite a hard level to break. I see James Van Straten says, Bitcoin is approaching 95% of all its supply, which, in, which is in profit, which usually marks a little bit of a top. We got to 93% when Bitcoin was at 49,000. The invoice also works. So basically saying, look, now we're getting to a point where 95% of all holders are actually in supply profit. You can see that that correlates back to all these people that bought at 48 in the last cycle. Now they're also going to be back at profit. So this is going to be quite a big level to break. So I don't think that we're going to break this level very easily. I hope we do. If we do, you know what's going to happen. We're going to get that ETF pump. But if we don't, that's also fine. Then we just start um, ranging in this range over here. We just start messing around in, 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 this, in this range over here. Maybe go slightly back down to 46,500. Uh, as long as we, we like stay towards the upper end of this range, that's probably what I'm looking for here. And then I'm probably looking to see um, what happens to the altcoins at that level. Because what you can see is that when you look at the Bitcoin dominance or this Bitcoin run, the majority of this Bitcoin run was Bitcoin. It was mainly a Bitcoin run. And the altcoins, even though they ran, didn't actually run as much as Bitcoin or 
they, they didn't actually catch up to Bitcoin. So even Bit, even though Bitcoin is pretty much at the high of its of the range, a lot of the altcoins are nowhere near the, the high of the range. And that tells me that we could get some kind of altcoin pump. We could get some kind of altcoin, let's call it an altcoin catch-up pump. So we could get like some kind of mad altcoin catch-up pump, which needs to happen. And if that mad altcoin catch-up pump needs to happen, then you got to ask yourself, are you actually in the right altcoins? Because it's not every altcoin that's going to run. It's not every narrative that is going to run. And actually, the odds are very, very, very much stacked against you. I know a lot of us think that because we trade altcoins, we think that we're always going to beat the market because we're actually trading altcoins. But I want to tell you that that's actually an incorrect assumption. If you are trading altcoins, actually, the odds are against you. Actually, the truth is that in the long term, it has always been a better strategy to just hold Bitcoin, unless you know exactly what you're doing when it comes to the altcoin narrative. Now, I know you're surprised to hear me talking about this, but I do want to show you the data and why the data is not very much uh, on our side here. So the reality is that if you held Bitcoin since 2011, you've got 90,000% 90, 90,000x returns. Okay, now there's no altcoin in the world or no bag of altcoins that could do that. Yes, of course, um, uh, of course, you could say that you have seen one altcoin that's done that, right? But generally, there's no alt altcoin that's performed it. Okay, but then again, this is a bullshit return because how many people were in there in 2011? So let's go up to like 2020 or, or let's go even to 2017. And how many people can say that the altcoin bags, not specifically their altcoins, but specifically their altcoin bags, have done a 50x since 2017. Now, I can tell you that not many funds have done, and, and I'm talking about funds that are the smartest funds in crypto, have actually done a 50x since 2017. So yes, you can say that for a certain amount of time, it probably was the best strategy to actually hold Bitcoin. And why do I say that is because if you look at the number of altcoins and how the, the altcoins have increased in 2013, there were only seven altcoins. In, uh, in 20, 2014, there were 67 altcoins. But now there's like 20,000 different kinds of altcoins. So when you look at this and you say, okay, hold on a second. It's very, 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 it was very, very, very hard to beat Bitcoin. And now you're talking about 50,000 altcoins. It's actually getting, how do you know which ones are the ones to pick? And that is what I want to talk about here today, because today we are going to talk about a whole lot of different altcoins. We're going to talk about which narratives and how to play the narratives. But it's super, super, super important that you do this with perspective. A lot of people will say to you that it is impossible to beat the Bitcoin returns. And to be honest, if you were to say this to me in the past, I would have said to you, you're probably right. You are probably right. However, what you can see when you look at this table over here, is that the heydays of Bitcoin returns are pretty much finished. And unless you got in, I would say, 2017 or 2018, and you held your Bitcoin, then to be honest, these returns are not actually very, very exciting. So anyone who says to you that there, is more, there are more returns to be made in crypto just by holding Bitcoin than, than any other token, they are probably talking about investing very, 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 very early. But the reality is that the majority of these outsized returns for Bitcoin are now finished. And you can see that Bitcoin has now reached an era where these returns, I mean, holding since 2020 and only getting a 5x returns, I don't know, doesn't really make sense to me. 2021, 1.45x returns doesn't really make sense to me. So anyone who says that to you was probably here in the old days, held their Bitcoin in the old days. And to be honest, in, the, in which case, those guys are actually right. But now we're actually in a new world. And in this new world, 
unfortunately, we've got how many altcoins to deal with? 12,669 altcoins to deal with. When you're playing with 12,669 altcoins, you can't be an expert at alt... Bro, you're scratching your balls. No. What were you doing? I was moving my phone in pocket. Oh, you're putting your phone in your pocket. Okay, okay good. Because <laughs> I, I, I take big offense if you do that while I'm on the show. <laughs> okay, because this is crazy what's going on here. So, <laughs> tough. I told you, if you want to sit in the studio, if you, <laughs> it comes at a price. So, so... Um, someone says, can we announce the Banter Bubbles winner? We will announce the Solana Banter Bubbles winner as soon as Chinese New Year is finished because we need to get the data from the exchanges. So as soon as the Chinese New Year is finished, we, we will announce, we will announce the, the bubble. Now, you, you completely threw me off my chain of thought. So going back to it, you have to be an altcoin narrative expert to catch the altcoin narratives because when you're talking about 12,669 coins, the odds are pretty much stacked against you. And that is what we are going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about the narratives because the market has given you exactly what the narratives are that are going to be pumping in this, probably the rest of this bull market. We are far enough in the bull market. We're probably 33% into this bull market to know which narratives are going to win in this bull market. I'm going to show you which one Gabby, I'm not telling you if it was Josh or James. It, it wasn't Josh and it wasn't James. It was someone else. It was, it was Dan. It was Dan and he was putting his phone in his pocket. But his phone here. He has his phone on the desk. He, says his, he said his phone was in the... In his, he was putting his phone in his pocket. His phone is on the desk. Bro, come clean here. Bro, come clean here. I mean, your phone's on the desk. Get out, get, get out of the studio. Get out of the studio. I can't have you. I can't have you pleasuring yourself here while I'm on, while I'm live. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I can't, I can't. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what this has become. Anyway, I think the the good news is the good news is the good. This is a this is not this is not a children's show. <laughs> this is definitely not a children's show. It's a, it's it's a crypto show too. Apparently, <laughs> look one thing about. Okay, we got to get serious. Otherwise, otherwise. <laughs> okay, anyway. I mean, guys, this is supposed to be a serious crypto show. This is supposed to be a serious crypto show. We've got to, we've got to take, treat this show seriously. Um, one thing I am happy about this 48,000 level is we can now say that this dip is finished. We know that the dip is finished now because we've basically tagged the, the pre-dip high. And what we learned in this dip was that these dips are now becoming... The dips in this bull market specifically for Bitcoin are now becoming much smaller. So in the previous bull markets, 30% dips, 40% dips. In this bull market, I think we need to take what we can get, which are 20% dips. You look at all the dips that we've had so far, 23%, 20%, 22%, 21%. We also see that the recovery time from in, in between these dips is like a month. So you can see that there's a month here. There's about a month here, here, okay, a bit longer, and here it's a bit longer. But generally, these dips are becoming less, um, less, less intense, and they're lasting for, for way shorter. I really hope that this is uh, what, what happens. And generally, what you're going to see is what were the whales doing in these dips? Exactly what I said to you they'd be doing. They were accumulating. They were on a buying spree. They bought 140,000 Bitcoin because they were accumulating for the next part of the run, which is, which is, which is, which is definitely coming up because we're getting very, very, very close to halving now. Like I think it's like less than 60 days or something until the halving. Anyway, we will get to the altcoin section. Uh, let's quickly just talk about this week. It's quite a big week. Remember that Powell said he will reduce interest rates when he has more proof that inflation is coming down. You remember that? Yes, we were all watching the FOMC together, the most boring FOMC meeting in the history of FOMC meetings. You remember it. I remember it. We want to forget it because it was just a waste of a night of ours. But we have. 
confidence. We're, we're, we're looking for greater confidence that inflation is moving sustainably down to 2 percent. Implicitly, we do have confidence and has been increasing, but we want to get greater confidence. What do we want to see? We want to see more good data. It's not that we're looking for better data. It's we're looking at continuation of the good data that we've been seeing. And a good example is inflation. So we have six months of good inflation data. He wants to just see that there's a, a, a good uh, a decrease in inflation and it continues. And this week we have the inflation numbers. In fact, not this week. Tomorrow we have inflation numbers. Uh, the forecast for the inflation numbers, remember the last one was 3.4%. The forecast for the inflation numbers is actually 2.9%. If we get the 2.9% tomorrow, then this chart starts looking really, really, really great. And we can say that the Fed basically has no excuse because this chart just continues to, to go down. Um, one thing that I saw, and I, I want to I talk, Super Bowl, I, I really want to talk to you guys about this because this, I, I really felt that this was really in bad taste. I think it was in bad taste. I think it was disgusting that this is a Super Bowl message from Biden. And I, let's listen to it. And then I will talk to you about why I think that this is disgusting. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. Okay, so why am I so upset? First of all, I'll tell you why I'm impressed. We need to be impressed that Joe Biden said a whole all those words without fumbling or slurring his words once. That's, I mean, big congratulations. Everybody quickly give a round of applause to Joe Biden for managing to get through like one thing without slurring his words and forgetting about it. The reality is, though, that when it comes to, to, to um, shrinkflation, these producers have been destroyed by all the money in circulation, by all the inflation that Joe Biden's government actually caused. And now they have two options. Either they can raise the price or they can reduce the size of the bottle. There's only two options for a manufacturer. Raise the price or reduce the size in each, side, in each bottle. The problem with raising the price is that not everybody has more, than, more money, right? If you raise the price, you're making an assumption that everybody actually has more money. But some people don't have more money. So what do they do? They can't, even if you raise the price, you would price them out of the product price forever. So what do, they, what do those people prefer? They prefer that you reduce the thing but still make it affordable for them. So why do I think it's in such bad taste? These are the guys that caused inflation. These are the guys that caused the prices of the raw materials to go up. And now he's complaining that he's getting less for his money. That is exactly what the Americans should be complaining about. And this is a Super Bowl ad. This is the Super Bowl. Now, listen, I know that we all agree on one thing. The Super Bowl is the most iconic sports event in the world if you live in America. I mean, I can tell, I can tell you Americans one thing. Outside of America, no one even knows how American football is actually played. No one here knows. The, do you know how the rules of American football? Because of PlayStation. Scarecrow, do you know the rules of American football? Can you name one player in the American Football League? Absolutely not. 
Um, but anyway, it was a great afternoon. We saw that uh, Jack wore a Satoshi shirt, a, a Satoshi shirt that no one knew about. Uh, Joe Biden. This has happened after the whole after the whole thing. Um, I also saw this ad. I think this is amazing. I, first of all, I must say I think that the super the Super Bowl ads are really 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 good. Uh, if you live in America. Um, also, I'm glad that there were no crypto ads this year because I remember, I don't know if you remember, but last year when we had the Super Bowl, this was one of the ads that actually played. I'm so glad that we didn't actually have uh, Super Bowl ads this year for crypto because I think that would have been the end of us, especially after this ad last year. I call it the wheel. You remember this? I don't think so. What does it do? It rules. Yeah, so does a bagel, okay? A bagel you can eat. One of the worst ideas I've ever heard. Brother David, behold, it's a fork. I got ten forks right here, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? Remember this ad? This was last year, guys. Do you remember? My lord? What is it? A toilet, my lord. A toilet? You expect this court to do its business inside? We're not animals. <laughs> we go outside like humans. It's coffee. It's new. <laughs> oh, it's awful. You don't like it? I'm all jittery and feel like I got a big job coming on. Hancock, you sign first. No king! Gentlemen, have you taken leave of your senses? The people shall have the right to vote. Even the stupid ones? Yes. Stupid people vote? Yes. Edison, can I be honest with you? It stinks. Does your wife know what's going on here? She knows I go to work. You're wasting your time, and it's sad. You might as well put the dishes in the shower. Hey, Catherine, what's cooking? We're putting a man on the moon. Are you out of your mind? I can't even get tuna without celery. Nobody's going to the moon, ever. Why not? It's too far. It's far. It's really far. It's far. We're the future. Portable music. Takaka. Bakaka. Wakaru daro. Wakaru daro. Wakaru daro. Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Yeah, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never. So, I mean, that was last year's Super Bowl ads. I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy we didn't get Super Bowl ads this year. I must be honest. Uh, I think last year they did enough damage. We did enough damage to ourselves in last year's Super Bowl ads. This year we kind of got away unscathed. So, so I, I guess, um, I guess we can say that. Listen, let's go back into altcoins because I know that that's why you guys came. You didn't come here. Someone says can't skip the ad. <laughs> come on, you had to watch that ad. Someone said, how long is that ad? James, I think you have to edit out that ad. Now everyone's complaining how long the ad is. All right, let's go back to altcoins because I think that that's where, where everything's happening, right? And I said to you that if you're playing with altcoins, it's not a done deal. It's not a sure thing that you're actually going to make a lot of money, right? Y- yes, in the past, if you held Bitcoin and you would have got into Bitcoin very, very, very early, then I agree with you. I agree with you that you would have made a lot of money. But now, it's very, very, very hard, a very, very, very hard to make that money on, on Bitcoin. You can see that even if you would have got into, into Bitcoin in 2020, 2021, 20, 
22, 23, the returns that you made on Bitcoin are no longer exciting. I don't think that you guys came here for a 2x return in a year or a 1x return in two years or a 1.5x return in three years. I think that the heyday of Bitcoin is, 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 is past. And so the reality is that when you're looking at altcoins, you need to actually start playing a whole lot of narratives. And you can see that if you look at the bubbles, and by the way, if you haven't downloaded the new Banter Bubbles app, go and download the new Banter Bubbles app. It is way, 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 way more usable, way, 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 way faster. It's just an amazing, amazing experience. We'll leave a link for you guys below so that you guys can go and download it. But go and download it. And then in the comments of this YouTube channel, uh, let us know what you think. Guys, is Bitcoin actually really pumping while I'm live? How beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Look at it. Just Let's just take a second to, to appreciate that we actually might break, break this level over here. Anyway, back to back to the the, the programming. Let's let, let's go back to to the altcoins. So, the thing the thing is now that if you want to make the returns, you got to play altcoins, but you can't play every single narrative. And specifically, when we think that there is an altcoin breakout which is imminent, and if it's not the big breakout, at least what needs to happen now is we need to have a catch up trade to Bitcoin. Because what we had was we had a breakout of Bitcoin, but the breakout of Bitcoin just caused dominance to go up. And you can see that even just since we started the show, the, domin the Bitcoin dominance continues to pump. And so at some point, what's going to happen is that the altcoins need to catch up. Question is, if we get the altcoins catching up, which altcoin narratives are actually going to perform the best? And which narratives do I think that you should probably stay away from? That is what we're going to be talking about right now. So let's go into it. Which are the narratives that are going to perform the best? Now, I think that there are probably two to three narratives which are really going to be good. And I think Miles summarizes it quite well. I think gaming, AI, Deepin, and I think probably this week, there's going to be some kind of new narrative which actually comes on the market. And I think that you guys need to be absolutely ready for it. So what I want you to do is just tell me if you agree with the sectors that we say. So what are the sectors? AI, gaming, Deepin. I'm going to show you one or two sectors that you really need to avoid, or at least I'm avoiding. Um, which, And then, yeah, I'm going to show you one narrative that I think is going to pump. And that narrative has actually got something to do with Ethereum. So, I mean, the ETH BTC pair hasn't really been doing very well. I think we, we all agree that if you look at ETH's performance relative to BTC, BTC has been outperforming completely. But at some point, it will bounce. And I know everyone keeps saying at some point it will bounce and there will be an ETH narrative. We don't have all the time to wait, but there is a narrative that's happening this week, which was actually mentioned in our Good Morning Crypto newsletter. And that is the narrative of StockNet. So StockNet is a massive ETH layer two. It's a massive, massive, massive project. It's one of the, one of the big, big, big projects. This is like, you know, there's not many projects of, of this size. Uh, project raised about $300 million. It raised at a valuation of $800 billion, of, oh, sorry, of $8 billion from all the biggest investors in the world. So Sequoia, Paradigm, Founders Fund, Naval Ravikant, you name it, even Alameda Research, which was their lead investor, believe it or not. Um, and so what's happening this week, we think, is that there's going to be the StarkNet airdrop. They're talking about air, um, uh, airdropping 900 million tokens. We don't have a, a view yet on the token price. But this may start a new narrative and a whole lot of tokens may actually run this week because of this new narrative. So what is the narrative? The narrative is ZK rollups. That's what it is. Now, there are some narratives that are already listed. 
I do think that the StarkNet airdrop may actually start this whole ZK roll-up narrative. And then there's a whole lot of different custodians of this narrative. So I've made, as usual, because you guys don't want to do your own work, we made a watch list for you, thanks to our researchers. This watch list has already been dropped in Frontrunners, which is our uh, uh, Discord group, but it's full, hey, Josh? Full. Okay, you can... You can go onto the waiting list if you want to go onto the waiting list, um, you, but you only get in if someone leaves or someone dies. Um, but anyway, this is the watch list. We'll drop it for people in the show over here. Uh, Matic is is one of the beneficiaries of this ZK narrative. Mina is another one of these ZK narrative uh, um, uh, um, uh, beneficiaries. Immutable X, LRC, uh, Astar, uh, Manta, Metis, and A0. Look at this watch list and watch it in a couple of days if we get this, this airdrop. I understand that this airdrop is coming in the next 10 days. And I think maybe even in the next week. I spoke to a project this morning who's actually building on StarkNet and I try to get it out of them. And they've, they've been sworn by these crazy, crazy, crazy non-disclosures. That's it. As soon as it happens, let's look out for this ZK EVM narrative. When the ZK EVM narrative happens, um, then we need to make sure that we positioned in the right token. So again, who do I think is going to run? Matic, Mina, IMX, LRC, Astar, Manta, uh, Metis, and A0. These are the ones that I think you need to keep a lookout, uh, uh, a lookout for this week. When this happens, we will. there's a link for you to Good Morning Crypto, which is our newsletter. We will publish a more updated list as and when we think that, there's, that there, there are more tokens there. So that's the, that's the one narrative that I do think that you guys need to keep your eyes on specifically this week. And you can see it was posted here in Frontrunners. Um, Trade ideas are there, etc., etc. I mean, we should stop talking about frontrunners because you can't get in. I mean, it's it's just bad form, I think. Okay, the next narrative, which I think is going to run um, and keep powering this this uh, in in this market, is one that you got to be very, very, very careful of. So, I think we got to look at the AI narrative because I think that when you look at the AI narrative, there are bound to be a whole lot of really, really, really big headlines in tradfi or in the traditional markets around AI. And when those big narratives in the traditional markets um, uh, uh, break, then there is going to obviously be some of that filtering into crypto. And I want to just show you what happened this weekend. This weekend, we got this being published um, on on traditional uh, TradFi media. So let's just start with the number. According to the journal, this could require up to $7 trillion. That is seven times the expected size of chip sales in 2030, more than five years away, it's more than the combined market caps of Apple and Microsoft. It is 7 million millions. And here it is written out 12 zeros if you are counting. So you see, so basically, you're going to keep getting AI related headlines in traditional markets. And what's happening, in, I mean, you can see it, it started off with this whole chat GPT rally. Um, which which sparked up this whole AI stocks on Wall Street. And if you look at the traditional finance, these pumps in the AI stocks have really pumped the entire market. So like NVIDIA and all the other AI stocks, they are the ones that have pumped the entire market. Now that is, of course, going to go into crypto. And if you look at the, the, the bull market, the bull run this weekend, one of the big movers, or a lot of the big movers, but one of the big top movers was Betenzo, Tau, which is... Uh, an AI play. If you kind of look at the market, the market's painting for you which narratives are running. So let's just look at the narratives. AI, gaming, okay, Beam and, and Immutable X gaming, maybe uh, slightly proof of work. And then of course the ETH narrative 
and, and, and whatever else. So when it comes to this AI narrative, here's my thinking around the AI narrative. There's going to be filtering from mainstream into crypto for the entire, for the entire cycle. So take so you and so you have to be invested in some AI protocols. You have to have some trips in the game when it comes to AI related protocols. The problem is that when I look at the AI protocols in crypto, I don't think I agree with this tweet over here that says a total market cap of AI in crypto is 10 billion and Sam Altman is trying to raise 7 trillion. So there's, it, it makes sense that even a little sneeze, even a little sneeze in the in the AI narrative in in mainstream is going to get us is going to get the crypto narrative to work. Problem is in crypto, I, f- I struggle to find any projects that I think are slam dunks, have got usage, have got a lot of have got a lot of um, uh, traction already, and are kind of like relatively safe. I mean, fetch fetch.ai is a great product. I think ChainGPT, which is by the way one of our sponsors. I think this is probably one of the, the better projects out there. And this is a project that I actually use um, a lot. So, you know, they've got this, uh, they've got um, a general like chat GPT type crypto bot, uh, which can do a whole lot of things for you and get you a whole lot of, of, of different questions. It's uh, app.changegpt.org. So this is one of the projects that I actually think is going to do well. Um, I also think that if you look at their price, I think the price has actually done fantastically well. So let's just have a look here. Yeah, the chart is looking good. So yeah, I think it I think it actually has done well on the charts. Let's just quickly go back. Um, yeah, so it, ha- it is actually very, very, very much on app. Um, so that's another one which which I am pretty bullish about. But then if you look at the rest, like okay, Ocean Protocol, yes, they do have a data play, but is that a real AI play? Then you look at Render. Render's great. Um, we've spoken about it. The graph is not really an AI play. Akash. I suppose is is on the same level as it. When I look at the crypto AI tokens, I don't see like a whole pool of winning tokens. And so I think that you have to be in this narrative, but I haven't identified any winners. And in fact, the, the one winner which I actually thought was very interesting was Bitenzo. But one of the things that I've learned is that, you know, amongst the smartest people in crypto is Kyle Samani. And he says that he he's doesn't yet believe in the use case for Ty. He says Ty is nonsense. So, you know, when he cast shade on a protocol. And I mean, the last time that he cast shade on a protocol, it was Luna. And he said to me, Luna will never work. It's just more leverage in crypto. And when it collapses, it's going to unwind, excuse me, the entire crypto ecosystem. That's exactly what happened. So if he's fading it, I mean, I'm not saying fade it. I'm just saying it's not a, a, a sure thing. So what am, where am I going with this? I do think that one of the biggest narratives in crypto is going to be AI in crypto. But I don't yet see the slam dunk winners in this narrative. I think the best play here is actually to get into some launch pads. And again, in this case, one of our sponsors, ChainGPT, does have their own launch pad for AI projects. But I'm not saying that you need to go and only invest there. I think if you know that the project is go- that the narrative is going to pump, and we can't get away from the narrative, you can sometimes ride the wave. And what's the best way to ri- ride the wave? Get, in- get into the launch pads. Um, take some ride the winners. In, in, in the in the, the narrative, in, which in this case, by the way, is BitTensor, Render, The Graph, ChainGPT. Those are the ones that I, that, I, that I would be looking at. But you've got to play this narrative pretty cautiously because out of all these tokens over here, I don't see many of them that are, that are, that are slam dunks. I, I did see this project over here, which is called Mosaic, 
it's not an AI project, but it actually did give me an idea for what how this narrative may actually play. And that is projects or tokens that are using AI, not that are AI protocols. So what this one does is it, it uses AI to do automatic yield farming for you. Um, cross-protocol yield farming field. It's called Mosaic. MZC, I think, is, is the token ash. I'm not telling you whether it's cheap or expensive. I'm just showing you that there's two narratives here. One of them is the AI narrative. And again, you have been warned that if you're playing the AI narrative, you're playing a very, very, very high-risk and speculative narrative that I don't really think is, is mature enough to play it. There's no protocol yet with any kind of real users and real use cases. I think... Barring, I mean, maybe ChainGPT is probably the only one that I'm, I mean, it is our sponsor and full disclosure, you know that they actually are a sponsor. Um, but um, yeah, so that is, that is, uh, and someone says, remember the, just remember the hated pump. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm saying exactly that. A, this pump, this AI pump is going to continue like it or not. The problem is that there's no fundamentals to play with. So what you've got to do is you've got to, um, you've got to play the narrative play here, which is just to play the momentum play. The thing with the momentum play is that when the tide goes out, and I don't know when the tide is going to go out, you've got to, you've got to get out quickly. You've got to get out really, really quickly because when the tide goes out, then you see who's wearing pants and who's not wearing pants. That's, that's, uh, that's one of the things that you need to look at, one, one of the things you need to be careful of. Um, the, the one narrative that I would avoid, I said to you, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, before I get into the next narrative I'd be buying, I, d- I did say to you guys that there is one narrative that I would avoid. And the narrative that I would avoid is actually the ERC-404 narrative. So we spoke about it last week and I showed you the ERC-404 um, narrative. And I told you that I think that this is a game-changing protocol on, um, on Ethereum. Remember what ERC-404 is, is it couples a fungible token with a non-fungible token. And that means that you've got an NFT and a normal token. And the minute that you sell a part of the normal token, the, the NFT disintegrates and it recreates itself once you put uh, uh, um, the, the fungible token back together. It's a way of splitting NFTs. And I think it's a game-changing, game-changing, game-changing piece of technology. But I would not invest in any of the ERC-404 collections. I repeat, I would not invest in any of the ERC-404 collections. Not in... Pandora, not in defrogs, none of the collections. And the reason why I say you should never, or I wouldn't invest in any of the collections, I'm not saying you should never, is because it's too risky. Because the truth is that I've made a lot of money in crypto, but I've never made any money trading NFT collections. And the reason is that when you're trading on a single NFT collection, you are taking a bet on the works of, of, of one artist, one painting on one artist. I, I'm not tapped in enough. And so are you not tapped in enough. And it is way, way, way too early to start thinking about whether any of these collections are actually going to work. Right? Someone says everything is pumping. Yes. Okay. It looks like we may get the pump to the upside. We should, we should all stick together now and just see if we can get the pump to the upside. And, and um, actually, I've got to give you guys a few trades before, before it's too late. So stay away from the individual collections. This would be like buying crypto kitties when and thinking crypto kitties is going to be the winner before Punks launched and before Bored Apes launched and before uh, Pudgy Penguins launched. Now, I know that there are many, many, many collections that are, that, are, that are launched, but Pudgy Penguins, it seems to be the only one that's actually really getting traction. So it's not about the actual collections. It's about the picks and shovels in the ERC-404 world. I don't know what they're going to be. I don't know what the picks and shovels are going to be, but I do know that, that I wouldn't be playing the ERC-404 collections. It's too early. The first collections 
very often are the ones that die first, to be off, to be honest. Um, again, you want to talk about a, a infrastructure play. So again, it's, it is our it is our sponsor, ChainGPT, but they've got an automatic AI uh, NFT generator, so you can create your own collections over here. So I'm just showing you that's an infrastructure play. It doesn't you're not taking a bet on the individual uh, uh, token, but anyone, but you're taking a bet on the infrastructure that's actually building those tokens. Cool. Next narrative that I would actually invest in. And this one, this one, I think you can go all the way. This one, I think you can go all the way. This one, this one, you can go all in, all, all, all in. And it, I mean, I told you which one it is. It's the gaming infrastructure. It's the gaming um, uh, uh, narrative. I think that this is the biggest narrative of the bull market. Um, it's it's why we love hustle and in the game channel. And by the way, if you're not subscribed to in the game, Josh will leave a link to the in the game channel below so people can subscribe. Um, because this is, I think, the narrative that's going to explode the most. You can kind of see it already. In the real world, there's a lot of um, a lot of investment into gaming. It's it's like gaming is is actually bigger than films. It's actually bigger than any other cultural industry uh, in the world. And I think the same thing is going to start moving into crypto. And I think it's starting to happen right now in front of our eyes. We saw this last week when we had um, Mavia, we had Heroes of Mavia actually launch. And you can see that right now, this is on a market cap of $1.8 billion. Full disclosure, we're actually investors in this protocol. Um, we love the protocol. Although I do think that I wouldn't be running to buy this at a 1.5 and 1.8 billion fully diluted valuation. I think there's better returns to be gotten. But it is, for me, an unbelievable moment in crypto because when you go and look at this, this game, you don't really feel like you're playing a crypto game. You, you don't feel like connecting wallets and, and stuff like that. It's seamless. And I think that this is the era that we're now starting to enter. And you can see it over here. They've got, a million, they've got a 1 million global downloads on iOS and Android. I mean, this is like the first probably mainstream crypto game. And it started a gaming narrative last week. Um, and you can see in that gaming narrative, the market started to show you who the winners are in the cycle. So Beam's up 57.5% this week. Immutable X. So let's talk about what to do here. Am I saying go and buy Beam today? No. Am I saying go and buy Immutable X today? Absolutely not. Am I saying go and buy Heroes of Mavia today? No, don't do it. But what I do think that you should do is you should write these down. And next time that there's a pullback, you kind of know which are the ones that are going to recover. Immutable X, uh, I think that this is probably the biggest bet, the biggest play in the gaming ecosystem at the moment. I know Robbie. I know, I know the team there. I know how hard they're working. And... I spent some time with him at Satoshi Roundtable. They've got some big plans for the token. Um, so this, this one is one that I would definitely, definitely be bullish on. Um, which are the other ones? So um, Godzilla Games launching um, a game, which is off the grid, which is going to be launched. It's the first Xbox game. That's another, another move that is going to be very, very, very bullish. Um, I did take a position earlier. Um, I took a position in big time. I posted it on Frontrunners. I said, I told you guys that I've taken quite a big position um, in big time. Um, I'm not telling you guys to do exactly the same, but I mean, I'm telling you that I've taken a position in this, uh, in, in big time. Um, the other thing where I would maybe take a position is again, if you like the narrative, if you're bullish on the narrative, go into the launch pads. So go into Cedify and go into the launch pads. Um, again, if you're in the launch pads, you've got optionality on the entire narrative. And we do think that this narrative is actually going to be one that actually explodes. So that's, that's another narrative that I would be going to. The other thing I saw, Vulcan Forged. Um, uh, the, uh, where's the PR? There's Vulcanomics. 
where there's PYR, there's Volcanomics. It looks like they've made some changes to tokenomics. Um, uh, uh, um, PYR, Vulcan Forge is one of the, the big uh, games. Uh, what I'll do is I'll actually do a, a show with Hassel this week and we'll actually quickly dig into all what's happening with gaming. We'll do that. Um, when should we do it? We'll do it later on this week. We'll do it on In The Game. So if you're not already subscribed, go and get subscribed. I can't believe I got logged out. I want to I want to do some trades. Just I, I want to log in and just do one or two trades with you guys. So if you'll just give me a second, let me quickly just go and trade. I keep getting logged out. So frustrating. We can then trade together because I wanted to take a trade with you guys. Um, let me just authenticate myself. Maybe one second. Okay, give me a second. I'm just authenticating myself, and then we can go into some live trading. Okay. All right, cool. Um, before we do start trading, I don't know how many of you got into Devi. So Devi was the protocol we spoke about. We asked you guys to get into the whitelist. I don't know if you remember. This is the protocol that is very, 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 very fast. I think it does like, they said it does 8 million transactions per second. Very hard to verify that. They did verify it because they created a, a game and the game apparently did do very close to that or something like that. This is a, um, a blockchain that is very fast, cheap, and it. For its applications are focusing very much on ESG and, and uh, carbon credits and stuff like that. Now, we showed this to you before the IDO. We also showed this to you last week at 35 cents. I said, you guys have a look at it. It actually just launched. Now it's at $1.60. Truth is, I think it probably still has some upside to go. So we're not selling. We have some, we have a position. We're not selling any of our positions. So um, we're not, we're definitely not selling any of our position here. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably look for a nibble on this. Sorry, I'm, I'm panicking here because I did actually want to take a position here on... I wanted to increase my big-time position. And I know that you guys will front-run me. Yeah. See, I started buying before the show, but then I thought I'd leave some for the show. But then now the price has gone crazy. So let's go in here and quickly just start buying some more before everybody starts front-running me. Okay, let's buy some longs. Ah, you see, front-run again. I'm not going to get any of these orders. Uh, okay, let's try again. Okay, you just got full. Thank you very much for playing the game. Um, yeah, so I did buy a big time. Um, I actually did tell the people in Front Runners that we, we, we were buying it uh, much earlier today. Congratulations. If you got the trade, you'd be, I'm already 20 or 30% up on my investment. Uh, from earlier. Remember, um, if you want to win an Apple Vision Pro and you want to trade uh, on leverage, there's a link below. You can, you can, you can really enter with any. You, if you do that, you, you do stand a chance to win that Apple Vision Pro. Uh, where are the links? Here we go. Just if you don't know where the links are, that we, they we, we are were over here. If you do, you can win an Apple Vision Pro. You can do it on Bybit, BitKit, Deribit, BingX, Bitflex. Bitflex and BingX, um, they don't do any KYC. I mean, like, I know there's some countries with presidents that have got dementia in that, but they, yeah, and like, but these guys don't do KYC. So. Yeah, and they show laser eyes, and these guys don't do KYC. Um, also, if you don't like doing KYC, but you do like trading, but you do like trading perpetuals, so there's a Kinetics platform. Kinetics is a, it's a, um, a, a trading platform, which is, I think it's built on Carver, but the main thing here is that you can actually trade perpetuals on, um, on, on uh, currencies as well. That's the, like the cool thing. So it's not only crypto. If you want to do perpetuals on lots of things, including currencies, I think they've also got gold here, if I'm not mistaken, right? 
commodities. They do have commodities, yes. They have commodities as well. So you can do that on Kinetics, Kinetics with an X dot finance. Go and check it out. It is actually one of the one of the uh, one of the one of our sponsors. Uh, remember also if you want to win the banter bags, that's where we get allocations from early stage projects. There's two more coming up this week. Uh, you need to have be subscribed to Banter, be subscribed to Banter Plus. You need to also um, have an exchange account so we can actually pay you. You need to have an exchange account so we can actually pay you. All right, I see the market's absolutely exploding. So I think let's spend some time actually trading. Let's see what's actually happening here. So let's look at the hourly on banter bubbles. Oh, beautiful. So beam up 7%, near protocol. I think near is probably due a catch-up pump. Um, it's very, very, very uh, under where it should be relative to the market. So I think this one... This one, if I, I've already got a very big near position, so I don't know if it's one that I want to be like aping into right now. Um, let's see what's going on here. Sui slightly down. We need Dylan. Dylan is the chart master. Dylan is the chart master. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Solana's second phone has 100,000 orders already and secured $45 million for development. That's, that's actually also very big. All right, DJs, what are we doing here? Um, let's go into the hourly and see if there's any trades that we should be taking. Hmm. Let me know in the comments if you think there's any trades that are worth taking at the moment. Rune up 2.41% in the last hour. Looks like it's still a Bitcoin pump. Let's see the dominance. Yeah, 54.14, which is, see, it's a, it's a Bitcoin pump. Um, what would be interesting for me is to see what happens here. If Bitcoin jumps off this trend line, so in other words, maybe just touches that trend line and continues to go down. I hope that that's how it plays out. Um, and we don't go back above above this trend over here. Someone says 49 incoming. Listen, if we break this level, 49.1, 49, 49. If we close above this level and we break over this level over here, then it's, I mean, then it's to the moon. Then you just better, you, you just strap, you, you strap on, as George would say, strap on and uh, go to the moon. That's basically how I see it. Anyway, listen. I will see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.